Thanks a lot. It's part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? The very last Thursday night football game on Fox is behind us. Last night, Chiefs beat the Chargers 34-28. Good job by me picking the Chiefs on the last Thursday night football game on Fox ever. Goes to Amazon next season. And for how long, I have no idea. They cover in overtime, which is insanity, because they were losing with a minute 15 left by a touchdown. They came down and scored. They actually got the ball back with a few seconds left, but... Win the toss in overtime, and that was that. Poor brother Bry, thoughts and prayers there. Bry, you had plus three and a half. Not good when Mahomes beat you by six in overtime. You also had Kelsey, though, over 65 and a half receiving yards, 191 total. That is a monster hit on that over. Burton, a guy named Burton, I think that's his last name, had the first touchdown. Shouldn't get LeVar Burton. I don't know who that is. That shouldn't count. We went 0 for 4. There, that does not happen when we go 0 for 8 in a week. But either way, it seemed like a playoff atmosphere in SoFi. Chiefs now have a two-game lead in the division. They're going to win that division. I'd be very surprised if the Chargers didn't make the playoffs. They are a playoff team. And we're going to try to sort out the rest of these games. So many COVID cancellations. We're going to mention people that are playing, and they're not going to be playing by the time you listen to it. But we're going to try. We have, what, six games to go over? So that's over with. All right, we're going to get to the Sunday big games. I think we have six of them, and we are going to promote the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Yes, we're going to pick a winner between Utah State and Oregon State. Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, December 18th. That's Saturday, 4.30 tomorrow. Sponsored by Stiefel. LABowlGame.com. Tickets start at $32. $32. Oregon State. Seven-point favorite, 67 is the over-under. We're going to get to that in a minute. I should mention on extrapoints.com slash arcade, Ryan Holcomb won the prop quiz contest. Free to free to play, and he gets a gold hat. Not too many gold hats out there. I didn't get one seven yet. right. I didn't get oh, one yet. You don't have one, Bri. No. We haven't, you know, here's the thing. Meatballs, for he's going home for Christmas break. He's going to bring his dad one. Then the three of us are going to start nice. wearing that yellow cap. It's going to, yes, I can't it's going to be wait. kind of embarrassing. I don't know. We got to get you one. Meatballs himself once hit six out of 10. The prop quiz came in second. And these are hundreds of people joined us. Dan Nock won the NFL pick em pool with 12 right. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Get in there. Harry is winning the staff. Are you up by like three or four? I think you're yeah, up four like games that. on me. Yeah. Damn. I had the lead for like 12 weeks. Spaghetti and now made a all... nice run there with 10 wins, right? It's 10. He did. He did. Yeah. Spaghetti won. I think, hmm. uh, yeah, Jen, I think, had 10 also. No, those waiver wired people. <laughs> but anyway, let's preview these games. God willing, they play these games. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm 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 all in on the protocol thing. I know I hear Clay Travis preach it for years, and now he's taking a victory lap. You're like, you see, everyone's on my side. But it is weird how you'll get people who are in favor of triple masks and they'll march in favor of COVID and vaccines and everything. And then as soon as you screw with their fantasy lineups, they're like, oh, no, no, no. Just let everybody play. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's where we are now. Um, Browns, Raiders, Brother Bry, this is Saturday, tomorrow afternoon. Now, I know they've won without Baker. They won a big game without Stefanski. 
Cleveland one in four against the spread in the last five versus the AFC. This loss, Bry, to the Browns would be what? <laughs> the 17th biggest embarrassment for the Raiders this year? This year. I don't think it's going to happen. I think you get enough offense to go. Raiders win this game 19-14. Raiders and the under, for God's sakes. I mean, if you don't win this, something's up. And you're still not pulling the trigger on them. I'm still not pulling the trigger. I'm going under yeah. 39 and a half. I told you the only thing worse uh, to a football team than COVID is Rich Rich Bisaccia. I mean, <laughs> that, um, but if they can't win this game, so help them. Um, so yeah, I like that under 39 and a half. You know, without mm. without Baker, we're a very limited squad. I think Browns try to pound this ball. I think they run it a lot against this Raiders team, especially considering, you know, the Raiders struggled against the running uh with the Chiefs game. But I think defensively they'll still play well enough to limit uh the Browns. And then also defensively, I think the Browns will still be solid in this game. Mm. And the Raiders' offense is really, really struggled. We've scored 16 or less in five of the last six games. So Ugh. give me the under 39 and a half. Did you get a and, buy? And th- you were five the- and two. You got a buy, and then you lost uh, five out of six. Is that, is that how this yeah. is gone? I don't know. We we hit somebody, and then all of a sudden oh, man. everything went downhill. But I think the weather there on Saturday might be a little shitty, too. You might get a little, I think, a little rain. It might be a little chilly. All um, right. Play so, tough. Play go, tough. One more under. time, Raiders. Come um, on. Uh, Come on. No, it doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> hey, we're wearing our Better Edge uh, apparel here, right? I got uh, the Parley Kids got a sweatshirt. Brother Bry's got a sweatshirt and a hat. I got my sweatshirt. Harry, I think Better Edge sent you a Dorothy Blanche and Rose <laughs> t-shirt. No, no, no. That's just uh, I haven't free been home. clothes that you wear. I haven't been home yet. That's true. He hasn't been home. So well, let's get a GoFundMe together so we can get Harry home. We need him. Just And just bus fare. How much does where it cost? Where is his home, Sal? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> does Harry yeah, actually really. have a place? Where does he actually live? I don't know. Yeah, if you break down, like how many days he slept where and everything. Like, I don't know. Uh, you probably your, your house like, is your house is up there. See that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, let's hear the better edge music. You get the edge. You get the glory. You're the winner. Pay for dinner. It's better edge. There you go. That's winning an Emmy. That's winning. Uh, no, what is it? Not an Emmy. What, what's the music one? I'm in Hollywood. Grammy? 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 Yeah. It's winning a damn Grammy. <laughs> it's the last thing I do. Our better edge game. We're wearing all the clothes. Colts, two and a half point favorite over the Patriots, 45 and a half. This is Saturday night, and I am taking the Colts. I know both teams are coming off buys. Weird games before that. Colts don't have the luxury of playing the Texans defense. The Pats are going to have to throw the ball. I know they are this game. And I think we see a bad Mac Jones game. I really do. Colts tied for fourth with 15 interceptions. Indy needs it more. They take care of business at home. 22-17. Harry, where's your better edge? My better edge, Sal, is with you. I'm on the Colts. I think you just said they need it more as they fight for a wild card. And New England has a two-game lead on Buffalo and have already beaten the Bills in Orchard Park. Indy needs to minimize mistakes, meaning dumb decisions by Wentz and pound the ball with Taylor, who's got 18 touchdowns. Patriots, fantastic, of course, on defense lately. But 19th versus the run. Let's go Jonathan Taylor and Colts get there. They win this game by at least three. All right, brother Bry, your better edge goes to? 
Yeah, my better edge goes to the Colts minus uh, two and a half. It's hard for me to believe that the Colts aren't going to make the playoffs here, right? I, I think they make a little bit of push here at the end of the season. Right now, I, I think they're the third best team in the AFC. And if they win this game, I think they have a chance, you know, being top two team right now. Again, considering their record is is not great. But I, th- but I think these teams are comparable in their styles. I do think similar to ha- what Harry was saying. You know, at home, I give them a the little bit of the advantage on the offensive side of the ball. I think they can still run. And the key to these Colt games is they've been fantastic in the first half. They just have to shore it up a little bit more in the second half. I yep. think they win this game like uh, 24 to, let's say, uh, 27 to 20. Yeah, I'm with you. They're going to go like 7, 9, and 1. I'm like, how did this team not make the playoff? Uh, just give them the seventh seed. All right, Parley Kid, I know you're going to disagree with us because your favorite team is playing here, <laughs> the New England Patriots. You're taking the points, aren't you? Yeah, my better edge goes to the New, New England Patriots. I'm taking the points. I can't go against the Pats here. Sal, you're saying they got to make uh, Mac Jones into a passer. You know what New England's going to do? They're going to make Carson Wentz beat them. They're not making Taylor beat them. Hmm. They're going to shut down the running game here. And make them take to the air, and you're going to beat the Patriots with a, a very mediocre cast of receivers that the Colts have. It ain't happening. Pats get this game. Take the two and a half points. You know, I have so many of them, but Parley Kid is shooting up my list of most hated Patriots fan friends. I don't know how this happened, <laughs> but it's happened. All right, that's our better edge uh... right there. <laughs> The Edge is brought to you by Better Edge, the no-fee sports betting marketplace. That's right. BetterEdge.com does not charge a VIG or fee on any bet. Uh, Harry, your pick on ExtraPoints.com, what is your Better Edge is? It's the Colts. Remind everybody, it's the Colts. Head on over to BetterEdge.com slash AAO Harry to back or fade his picks. That's better, B-E-T-T-O-R, Edge.com slash AAO Harry. Get a free $10 when you sign up with code A-A-O. Play the game without getting played at betteredge.com. All right. We got some more. More. It's it's sad that there's no... uh, Well, there are Saturday games on the slate. There's actually six bowl games, right? We'll get to the better ones. I mean, there's a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, and then there's a Rose Bowl. I don't know of any other bowls, but Tennessee at Pittsburgh. The Titans are a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. 41-and-a-half is the over-under. I'm taking Pittsburgh in this spot. I like them. About as much as you can, like the Steelers. I mean, I just wish it didn't take Big Ben forever to get rolling, but it does. Steelers defense, though, two interceptions versus the Vikings late, which is good news, not for Tannehill, who has to throw for this team to win. You know, no Derrick Henry for at least a couple more weeks, and I like the Steelers in this spot. Tomlin as a home dog, 13-3-2 against the spread all-time. Titans, 2-5 and five against the number, now last seven as a road favorite. I think they grind it out. In a game, they need more. You're going to see that as a theme. Uh, I think for all these teams, I'm taking all these games. I'm taking the team that needs it more, pretty much, and that's the Steelers. They win 27-17. Harry, you're going against me. Yeah, I'm going to take the Titans here. Still lead the AFC South by two games. Pitt really needed that game last week against Minnesota. I think uh, I took them to. They really let me down. Point differential this year, Pittsburgh's minus 50, uh, Tennessee's plus 34, Pitt's in Arrowhead next week. I think just think the season's over for them. Uh, Big Ben had three t- three interceptions against Tennessee last year. Give me the Titans, who's the better team here. All right, Parley Kid, our team, the Cowboys, 10.5-point favorite, 44.5 the over-under. They're at MetLife to play the Giants. I am advocating for a benching of uh, Dak Prescott. Just sit him. You know, he'll get the job back. 
but I don't know if it's an injury or what. I was reading man to man versus uh versus zone. Like he's so much worse now against the the zone. Like I don't know what they've done. Like uh, something crazy. What were the numbers? I read them. I read them this morning. It was uh it was not pretty. I don't know. I don't know what to think of this Dak Prescott. I always sit him. I don't mind Cooper Rush against Jake Fromm in this game. I'll see it. But either way, I'm going with the under. Giants, you could go Giants. You can go Cowboys. Giants are 2-7 and seven against the spread in the last nine. But I am going under. The total has hit the under in six of Dallas's last seven games. That's what I meant to say. The Giants has gone under in, two, in seven of the last nine points. Are ugly in this one. 19-13, Parley kid. But you're going with our Cowboys. You think the Giants have packed it in? Boy, Sal. Uh, well, look, uh, is there any talk, though, about Prescott not playing? There's not talk of no, that, right? No, it's right, just me. I'm for, the only one talking. Well, I think this is a try-to-get-Dak-right game here. I think they would like to get him right and then be able to you know, loosen the reins a little bit, maybe sit him later in the year if their, uh, you know, their seed uh, doesn't really matter. I, I do think they got to play to win right now because um, you don't want to go into uh, Green Bay if you have to in uh, right. mid-January. So I think until that's kind of decided, I think the Cowboys got to play every game to win. Uh, forget about the offense here. So I do think this is uh, a Dak gets kind of right game here. I think he rebounds. He's a competitor. Uh, and I think he gets himself uh, almost right. Uh, not back to where he's thrown for 400 yards, but I think he has a, a, a nice game. Uh, but their defense, Sal, against this Giants offense, uh, they should overwhelm the Giants offense. They got the defensive player of the year and Micah mm-hmm. Parsons, uh, who is uh, obviously we don't need to really say any more about him. Everybody knows what this guy does. Dexter Lawrence mm-hmm. uh, is also a machine, five quarterback pressures in his uh, first game back. Uh, and then you add Gregory into the mix. Uh, Gallimore was huge up the middle. The other day, and even Leighton Vander Esch was the highest graded defender of the Cowboys defense last week. Yeah. Um, uh, he actually uh, was revitalized. Maybe the talk of uh, him getting uh, cut soon uh, spurred him to a better game, or maybe it was just an inept um, mm-hmm. uh, Washington offense. But either way, the Cowboys, because of their uh, mighty defense, they'll get a score here possibly to cover this 10 and a half so. 15 touchdowns, one interception for Dak, man-to-man coverage. Four touchdowns, seven interceptions in zone. Mm. Does that make sense? What the hell is going on? So what do you Um, do? You roll them out? Like, what, to break it down a little bit? The only thing I could think of, it might be a receiver's thing because uh, the receivers are probably hard to cover man-to-man, right? Right. A zone, uh, the receiver's got to find the openings in that zone. What do we do? I I don't, it's, it's a great question. I would um, rather it have been an in, a slight injury than read that. That, that I mean, that shows me that they figured so him out. They've, they've kind of figured him out, but it doesn't really make any sense uh, mm. because most quarterbacks, uh, I would assume their completion percentage yeah. is higher against a zone because uh, they kind of may be giving stuff up underneath. You find something, right. Uh, yeah. Right, you're going to find something. Um, mm. Unless, like you said, they're kind of zoning and and then blitzing and that might be presenting a problem because uh, br- br- Brother Bry will say this. Uh, I always, and he says it too, but when we're watching the games, uh, Dak does not slide up well in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he kind of kind of lets the pocket kind of collapse on him. Yeah, without and Jimmy G the up, same way. Yep. Without like sliding up in it. Um, so I think he's had trouble with that. I always recognize that. But that, that zone and man thing is a very interesting thing. Um, obviously, I would assume the Giants will go zone. They're not going to go man. They'll go zone. Yep. They switch it up. But they'll play probably 75, 80% zone against Dak and and try to make his life tough. But it's up yeah. to, to Dak and the, and the coaches and the receivers. They got to figure that out. I mean, it should. Yeah, I can't be the only one who's read that. They have to be on, on top yeah, of that absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. But rest, rest the stars, rest the hurt players. I don't want the Giants getting a chip on their shoulder and going after these guys, and then we lose Zeke for the year or whatever. But 19-13, I think, ugly under All right. game All right. on I'll Sunday. I'll take it. I take it. Denver, minus 2.5, versus Cincinnati. Everybody loves this Bengals team. Them and the Chargers are like, oh, my God. You would think they each have like 13 wins. Right. Um, I'm, I'm taking Denver here. I know Teddy Two Gloves is better on the road as an underdog against the spread, but we saw what Denver did to the Chargers a couple weeks ago in Mile High. I think it's going to be the same thing against the Cincinnati team, who just gives up tons and tons of big plays, whether it's a fumble punt or a fumble six or uh, an interception that the that Jamar Chase gives. The, like, you know, they lose in really stupid ways, and Denver, their defense. Simmons calls it the Ewing theory, maybe better without Von Miller. I don't know how it's happening, but I think they win. I think they win convincingly. 31-17. Give me the Broncos. Harry? Yeah, so you mentioned that. I'm, I'm with you. I'm on the Broncos. You mentioned uh, their defense second in the NFL in points against. Six of their seven wins. You wouldn't think about it. Six of the seven wins by Denver this year by double digits. They're four and two straight up in their last six. Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams. Turned into a solid one-two combo in the backfield. that combined for 185 last week in rushing yards. Four total touchdowns last week since he's lost two in a row. Four of the last six. And Jamar Chase hasn't led the team in yards receiving in six straight games here. I'm on Denver. No, he had a pretty good game last game. But he did, yeah, he he did but still hasn't led them in, in receiving yards. He had two touchdowns, but hadn't, that was the first two, two touchdowns in a while and hasn't led, like I said, this team in receiving yards in six straight games. All right, we will be back to preview Green Bay, Baltimore, Ram, Seattle, and, of course, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Yes, Oregon State and Utah State. Take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, let's keep it rolling. Packers, four-and-a-half-point favorite at Baltimore. 43-and-a-half is the over-under. They're expecting Lamar Jackson to play. Who the hell knows? Maybe he'll get COVID for the 11th time and it'll be a late scratch. Uh, I'm not playing around here with the Packers. Sure, they'll, they could have a letdown game between now and beginning of January before the uh, playoffs heat up. But they're rolling now. And the fact is no quarterback is more in control of his offense than Aaron Rodgers. Just isn't. Just there isn't one. Doesn't matter who's out, a tackle, a receiver, a running back. They're 11-1 and one against the spread. In their last 12, the Ravens, as I said, are banged up. They've failed to score 20 and four straight and then scored 22 last week. And it wasn't a real 22 because Cleveland just let up. They stopped playing defense because they didn't have to for the last hour. So Baltimore somehow ended up with 22 in the cover. Speaking of covers, though, I mentioned here's more good numbers. Packers 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six road games, 16-5 and five in the last 21 overall. This is 27-16. Again, they failed to get to 20. I like the Packers. Parley kid. I'm agreeing with you uh, with this, Sal. Uh, the Packers are a covering machine, right? They, they've, uh, since game one, they've covered nearly almost uh, every single game. Road, home, 
it doesn't really matter for this team. LaFleur wins at an 80%, just in terms of winning. Oh, this guy, LaFleur, has got to get – people got to talk about this guy more as a coach. Uh, what he's done uh, to start his career is unprecedented. He's winning at an 80% clip here, partly because – well, mostly because he has uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Aaron Rodgers, who I don't really personally like. But um, <laughs> I just uh, – man, he's just amazing. He is amazing. He makes everybody around yeah, it's him a better. Yep. And, and the bottom line is I know their line is kind of depleted with the Packers, but – Nobody is more hurting than the Ravens. I don't know if they know who's playing, who's not playing with all the injuries. Forget even the COVID. So they're just, they're injury riddled. Uh, I mm-hmm. know they're desperate. The Packers might not be as desperate, but I think they're on a mission to kind of claim that number one seed uh, in the NFC, the Packers. But look, I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. I said that the other day. You can't bet against him, especially he's giving four and a half. That's ah, nothing. Take it. Take the Packers here. All right. Yeah. Uh, the more he complains about his toe and more he <laughs> loves complaining about that toe, but the more he does it, the, the better he is. I think. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the worse off the toe? his toe is. I, yeah. I, I don't, he's, uh, he's moving around. Great. I mean, I, you would never know unless he talked about it. Right. He had a toe injury. So he loves talking about it. I mean, he, really he loves does. It. I mean, I, Parley kid, you would not have that. If your son were a pro, you would like, Hey, shut up about your injuries. Right. My, yeah, Mikey yeah, Meatball yes. says no one's allowed to get sick in the house. Is that no, true? Still, it's it's. Um, I believe that. That. that is true. You you know yeah. it's you just you you push through the pain, Sal. That's really it. <laughs> Harry, um, I think they had a, a different deal at his house. He got like a, a bigger al- allowance if you got sick in the house. Just let's hear your cough. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, That's because they had to buy when he went went to school. They uh, had to buy five lunches for him every day. What was that? Where'd that come from? That's a fat joke. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't fat then. <laughs> Actually, it's true. He was very thin. He was. He was weirdly, he was a, weirdly he was like thin. This. Yeah. I know. You know yeah. that parlay kid. I was I down there. I'm talking about forgot. your brother. I I'm talking I about your brother. Come on. <laughs> Don't get bent out of shape here. Uh, Seattle catching four and a half from the Rams. 45 and a half is the over on there. I know I'm going to regret this. I'm taking Seattle. They've covered the last two by an average of 11, right? Rams, on the other hand, celebrating a little bit, maybe licking their wounds, still injuries, still not allowing players to suit up for COVID. Seahawks 4-1 and one against the spread in the last five in December. Pete Carroll seems to get it together right around now every year. They lost to him on that Thursday night game where Geno Smith had to come in. That was a fun one. Um, I think the Rams win. 30-27. I think there's a lot of points in this, so I should probably just go over. But I'm going to take the four and a half here. Rams win. Uh, close one. Brother Brian, what do you like? Yeah, I'm taking the four and a half, too. You know, all of a sudden, Seahawks playing well. Um, similarly, similarly to last year, it's weird. The Seahawks defense has been surprisingly good late in the season. This game is typically close. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get the Rams coming a, a short week. And, you know, against a you know, huge division win for them. So I think they, they come back to earth a little bit here. Um, you know, and I think the Seahawks, you know, at least over the last two weeks, it looks like they found their groove offensively. You know, maybe Russell, maybe it was just a question again of him just being injured for those few weeks. But I think it's a close game. Uh, I, I would say, you know, the Rams probably won by a field goal here, but I, I would take the take the four and a half. Yep. All right. There you go. The NFL playoffs almost here. And to help you stay on top of the action, FanDuel Sportsbook giving you a $10 bonus when you place $20 in same game parlay bets. Bet on a single game or spread your bets out across multiple matchups. It's up to you. As long as you bet 20 bucks in same game parlays during the same week of NFL action, 
you're getting a $10 bonus. Fast payouts, easy to use, safe and secure. FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. And if you're new to FanDuel, sign up today with promo code against the odds to receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code against the odds. Make sure you mention that so they know we sent you exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Yeah, what do we like? Let's uh, let's, let's do the same game parlor, uh, Brother Bri. We like uh, Seattle plus the points. I'll go lock it over uh, yards. What's another one? Like the over? I don't know. We could do that. But Wilson Penny over, over rushing yards. You looked good last week. Who was that? Penny yeah. over rushing yards. Penny rushing yards. Yeah. We'll go all Seattle here. Sorry, John Hacker. We're uh, loading up our same game parlay on Seattle. You'll still win, but by a small oh, margin. He is from Seattle, so. That's true. There you go. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Johnny Hacker from Oregon State. TJ Hushmanzada from Oregon State. We had Kerwin Williams on from Utah State. This is a fun one. The line is seven and a half and 67. Has it moved? I believe that's what it is. 67. Expect a lot of points there. We have the extra points. Uh, pretty much the Christmas party right there in the stadium in SoFi. We are all on Utah State. Is this right, Parlay Kid? Except for Harry, who's going to ruin it. Harry, just get your over out of the way. I'm so mad because I wanted to go with the over. But you've been so terrible, so, so bad and terrible. Look. With the overs, and now you're betting the over here. We're here. It's the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. We're going to the game. We, you can, you can, not, you can ride with me on this one. We can. I go rode over with here. you on the over in the Clippers game, uh, which I attended, <laughs> and with the same logic, and it lost. Like, can I, can I go six days without losing two overs with you? Listen, we're gonna get there. We're gonna go over sixty-seven. The Beavers, ten of their twelve games, somebody has scored thirty or more points. They have. They played a Mountain West team this year in Hawaii. Seventy-three points were scored in that game where Oregon State scored 45 and Utah State has scored 35 or more points and five of the last six over 67, baby, 82 points final, 82. All right. I should mention before I let the brothers, uh, I didn't even hear you. I, I, I can't. I, now, now I know it's going to be like a 13-12 game. Like, I can't believe it. But uh, go to uh, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Play our prop quiz. It's all Jimmy Kimmel Bowl related. We're going to have Guillermo questions. Will there be a Guinness record? I, you know, I'm not, I'm not pulling out of left field. There may be a Guinness record set at the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl on Saturday. All kinds of questions, and Jimmy will sign a baseball. He thought that's funny. A baseball. He has to sign baseball to the winner of the prop quiz Jimmy Kimmel uh, contest right there. All right, Brother Bry, give us some flavor on Utah State plus the seven and a half. Yeah, well, I don't know what to do now either because, you know, we, we probably all wanted to take the over. I mean, I think mm-hmm. we have to – I don't know. Either we ride with oh, Harry and just up. yell at him at the end of the night. Do we do that? Or do you we... win both ways? You win I, both ways. I guess so. I guess here's I, the thing, I, I guess there's gonna be sixty-six points scored. So let's just put it on a three team tease <laughs> or however we do it. Let's get it down to fifty-seven or something. So go I over know. there. I know. But I would say like Oregon State's probably a team to back. I, I would say they're probably a team to back when they're an underdog, when they're a favorite mm-hmm. like this. I probably I, I wouldn't jump on them. One thing we should we should probably take is your favorite bets. Sal, which is like the over for longest touchdown. Right, right. We, we should jump on that for the bowl games here. But Utah State has looked really good offensively um, the last, you know, last two months, I would say. And, they, you know, they look great against the San Diego State team. That is a really good defensive team. Um, so they should be able to put up points. They should be able to keep this close. I have it. I get a get the sense that a team like Utah State would take this mm-hmm. game a little bit more seriously than Oregon State, although Oregon State's not there a lot. But 
the kid Bonner from Arkansas State, the quarterback, has has been great for the last two months. Um, and so I think you know I think he has a good game. I think they you know again they keep this close. I'll I'll probably end up backing a lot of underdogs in this bowl season. Oh man. You know, the other thing that to consider here, I'm going to stick with Utah State. And Paula Kidd will hear your thoughts in a second. But TJ Hushmanzah is going to be in our suite. He's mm. going to be hooting and hollering for the uh, for the Beavers there. So I don't know. We all have money on Utah. We're going to have to keep it quiet. I guess we'll root for a last-second field goal mm. uh, to, to make it 33-30. And the game goes <laughs> on. To, uh, all right, Paula Kidd, you like Utah State as well. Yeah, I like Utah State, Sal. I... Um, yeah, what, what do I like about them? I, I just like Brother Bryce said, I just feel like they're like an all business type of team. Like they're kind of an under the radar team, but yet mm-hmm. they seem to always uh, play really good football. And they, they play, uh, everybody I think thinks they play a really soft schedule. They necessarily don't, uh, that the conference they're in is not, is not uh, an awful conference. It's a pretty darn good conference. And if you look at the one common opponent, I think there's only one common opponent there. They both played Washington State. Oregon State lost to Washington State. Utah beat Washington State. It's the one common opponent. I know it's, for at least for Utah, I believe it might have been their first game of the season. But Utah State is better now than they were earlier in the season when they beat Washington State. So I'm, if you look at the one common opponent, I know it's not the, the best thing to do, but that's the only thing I can really grasp on here to this game uh, that they both have in common. Uh, they both do yep. a lot of the same things well, uh, these teams. They're very similar in a lot of ways. Uh, Oregon State runs the ball a little bit better, I think. But Utah State is going to come in. They're going to be all business. They want to show – I think they still get disrespected by the spread. I think the spread is going to motivate them, Sal. They hmm. see that they're getting seven – we're getting seven and a half points against Oregon State. We're better than these guys. Because I think they're better. I think they win outright. Take Utah State. All right. I think uh, he is a really good I like it. TPK fired up. Utah State six and one against the spread in the last seven, five and two against spread. uh, Sorry, what did I read that? Six and one against spread in the last seven overall. Um, Five and two. Is that on neutral? Yes. Five and two against spread in the last seven neutral. I think it's 38-34. I think uh, Oregon State wins. I'm going over. Oh, for God's sakes, Harry. You really screwed <laughs> yeah. us with this over. Come on. 38 34 Let's do it. I Man. like to have fun and win money. I like to do both. It's been Brother a while Brother Bry is going to be with us. It's going to be awesome. Mm. All right. Brother Bry, hit us with your sharp tank pick. Let's do it. Let's get back on track, guys, here. Yeah. Back on track. It's me hitting one every like, couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. Whatever uh, it is. But it's funny. It's funny. I've Months. actually been, I've been solid. I've been solid with UFC and then nothing else. It's, it's yep. been pretty pathetic. But I'm actually I'm going to go. Um, uh, you, you don't even have to back me on this sharp tank here, but I'm going to go Bilal Muhammad. Uh, plus two hundred against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I look. This is a mm. fight. I think. It, oh. I think it's an even type of fight. Yep. Um. Or you know, Wonderboy. I could see him being like a minus one fifty. But the fact he's minus two fifty. You know, he he struggled against. I mean, I know he lost to Burns in his last fight, who I think is really good. But you love Burns, yeah. Uh, yeah, Wonderboy is he's been underwhelming. I feel like for the last couple of years, his output is not. To, you know, I know he had two pretty good fights before that fight, but his output in general is not that great in these fights. Whereas a guy like Mohammed, I think he's going to, you know, 
he's a guy that he talks about, you know, wanting to become the best, wanting to. So, so this is this is his time. If he wants another, uh, if he wants a potential shot at the title at some point in time, this is the fight he's going to have to win or a rematch against Edwards um, after he got poked in his eye. But I think, um, you know, I think he, he's going to be, he's definitely by far the superior wrestler. I know Wonderboy's tough to take down, but if he can get Wonderboy to the mat, in two of these rounds, you know, I, I think he can pull out a win. But again, the fact that you're giving me two to one odds on this fight, I would never touch Wonder Boy at minus two fifty here. So give me the give me the good odds for this. Muhammad over Thompson, two to one odds. All right, Parley Kid, what are you doing with this parlay? Okay. Um. So Sal, I'm taking. I was going to say something else. I just slipped my mind. So I wanted to add. So, oh, here, this is what I wanted to mention. Mikey Meatball said uh, Woodley's fighting uh, Paul again this weekend. Is yeah, that, I was going to bring yeah. it up in the outro. Paul, uh, oh. Jake Paul's at minus 235. What? I didn't even hear about that. Well, anyway, he's, we'll talk about that. What, what's his name? He's replacing, um, yeah, you know, who's Tyson son. Fury's, Tyson Fury's uh, brother. Son. Right? Oh, son. Oh, yeah, son, son, or brother. Yeah. Right. son or brother. Oh, brother. Brother. So I, I, I guess we'll, you'll bring it up again. So listen, Sal, you're not going to go with me because I know you, you don't really like this one. Um, after, uh, having a really nice sharp tank run, I've, I've lost two straight. Uh, so I'm, 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 I'm swinging for the fences here, which probably you shouldn't do. I'm trying to make up my couple losses back with one win, which I know, like uh, your pal Todd Furman would say, that's a huge mistake, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm doing it right here. So I'm Is taking a two. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's still is. pals, oh, right? Okay. There's still sure. pals, yeah. I think. I know, yeah. Of course. So, so um, I'm. For, let me take, talk about my first team. I got the Texans uh, hmm. at plus one fifty uh, to beat the Jags. Sal, do the Jags want to even play football anymore? Uh, I don't uh, think so. I think Mills has outplayed Lawrence. I I, I know uh, Lawrence doesn't really have the weapons, and he needs more time. I get it. He's going to be a really good quarterback in the league, but Mills has been pretty good the last couple. And Mills knows. Uh, he's, I think that he's got to play well here down the stretch. Lawrence knows he's the quarterback in Jacksonville next year. Mills has to play well down uh, here down the stretch to prevent the Texans from drafting a quarterback okay. in the draft next year. He's got a lot more to play for. So I'm going to take the Texans, who already slapped around Jacksonville, to win in Jacksonville. I know that's one road game. Here's my other road game. I'm taking Cincinnati, Sal, over the Broncos. Sal, every time you back the Broncos – what happens for the most part? That's when they lose. They I let know. you down. That's when they let you down. This has nothing to do with you backing them. This just happens <laughs> to think that Burrow, who's not been great, found a little bit of his magic again in his last game, uh, especially some connections with Chase. And they just have more weapons than the Denver Broncos. Um, that, and Cincinnati just loses because they 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 just bite themselves with a one or two bad plays a game, whether it's special teams, whatever it is, they eliminate those plays. I think it's plays. like four. We got but, okay, yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> but we can eliminate a couple mistakes, and they can win these games. And it's a must-win for them. It's a must-win for Denver, too. But Cincinnati sure. has a lot to play for here. They're plus 124. You add these two games up, it's plus 460 on the money line parlay here. And it's, it's Cincy. And the Texans, I know that kind of sounds crappy on paper, but uh, I'll tell I'm you what, this one. I kind of like them though. I, 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 I like those teams. I like them in a teaser too. You know, if it shakes right, it really could be nine wins get you in the AFC. If Cincinnati loses and then Denver loses next week and Baltimore keeps losing and 
The Chiefs be, yeah, I, I don't know. The Chiefs keep on winning. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting I'm, down the show. So that pays like, plus 460? Yes, mm. sir. Let's, and let's face it. We're going to all be sucked into teasers this week. And well, parlays, money line parlays. We're going to oh, yeah. all Darren. be dragged in. Uh, this Brian major might be right there, though. To be, to, to, to be had. Not I Harry. Just, He's betting the Boca but, Raton Bowl. But, but, Seth, yeah, but you know why? <laughs> you know why I didn't want to do the thing? Because I don't, come Saturday or Sunday morning, I just don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to pick one now because 24, 48 hours. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. A couple, somebody might not be playing. So I didn't want to take a huge, I could take a 17 money line parlay this week. I didn't do it. Yeah. You don't even know if Josh Allen with his foot and everything. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, Harry, what's your pick? All right. Yeah, yeah. Brian, by the way, I think you're, that's the way to go on parlay kids. Parlay is a go teaser. But my play on um, Sharp Tank is going to be Western Kentucky South plus 124 on the money line in the Boca Raton Bowl. This Appalachian State team uh, lost three games this year, the most since 2017, lost to their rival in the Sun Belt Conference, Louisiana, twice. The Hilltoppers are led by Conference USA player quarterback Bailey Zappi. 5,600 yards. 56 passing touchdowns, looking to break wow. Joe Burrow's record of touchdowns in a season. They've scored 40 or more points eight of the last nine games. Appalachian State, 40 or more, just five this year. Uh, the Hilltoppers have forced 27 turnovers to the Mountaineers, 21. Give me the dog with a better quarterback. Western Kentucky, plus 20, 124 in the Boca Raton Bowl. Money line, Western Kentucky. All right, I'll jump on with you there, Harry, because you know what? You refrained from taking the over. It was yep. right there for you, and you didn't do it. I'm proud of you. You don't have to do it every time. This guy goes uh, for four touchdowns. He got 60 on the year. All right. Wow. Calm down. Shit conference. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Paul minus 235. I don't, I don't know what the Woodley, maybe when Woodley guaranteed victory on our podcast, he was talking about this one and not the first one. Is that possible? <laughs> maybe that's it. I wouldn't mind betting him. But uh, that's Saturday night, Meatballs. So what we would have to do, we'd have to watch the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. That's tomorrow night. We got a we got a ton. Saturday's got a ton of shit. A lot. We got yeah. those two football. We got the NFL games. UFC is an early. The UFC is an early card. So that oh, fight is. that fight is like going to be early. Too. Yeah, it's probably the same time the Raider game, and then you got yeah, then you got the get an extra game. TV in that suite. So there you go. All right, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Get your tickets. Thirty two dollars starts at LABowlGame.com. Oregon State, Utah State, sponsored by Stiefel. We'll be there. Say hi. Hey, I'm giving away tickets online. I gave away two tickets uh, yesterday and two tickets today. Check at the Cousin Sal. It is, uh, it's trivia. You get it right. You could join us at the game. That'll be fun. And hit us up at extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have the prop quiz going. One of the questions is, will Jimmy Kimmel play clarinet with the band at any point? Interesting. Harry, mm-hmm. yes or no? I think I said... I think I said no. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, what, what, about the, uh, what about the proposal question at the stadium, Sal? Wasn't <laughs> yeah, that one of them I don't too? Know. You know, babyface yep. Joel Solomon is all about I, I We texted for like a half hour about this, and he really wants to do this. Well, you propose, Harry. You got to jump on, Joel. All I know is Harry promised me. He's told me this was going to be a December to remember. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I, don't even, I don't even know what that in, consists well, of, but he did say that. Look, Thirty straight my, Golden look, Girls shirts. Look in my de- in my defense when we the other day when we discussed this with Jen Piacenti, um, I, I forgot to mention that you know I yeah I, now was I thinking about proposing? No, I wasn't. Would it have been a nice thing to do in Hawaii? Sure, but 
one thing I must say that <laughs> set me off a little bit set. before yeah. going to Hawaii is like it's five in the morning. We're at the airport. We're our flights at six heading to Hawaii. And Angie forgets her driver's license, her money and her. <laughs> credit cards what? didn't really set the tone for a great trip if you know what i'm saying because yeah, she probably that, that if, if it. not for her not working for an airport right. she probably wasn't getting on that flight gotcha so you didn't have a ring and then when she forgot her money and wallet you really <laughs> didn't have a ring for her right, right. yeah that's, that's uh yeah yeah all right you now joel you know now you see what's going on uh, yeah, we should bet the under. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joel, b- Joel, by the way, I was counting, by the way, this, uh, this show, Sal wins one nothing and coughs. I did. Like, yeah, but you know what? It wasn't a guttural cough where you scare the shit out of everybody. You sneaked it in right there. You really didn't sneak it in when we're doing I'm, the Jimmy I'm, Kimmel I'm just fine. All right. Go to Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Hit us up. We uh, look forward to seeing you there. That's another episode of Against the Lots for Spaghetti and Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, na, na.